Hello, I'm Dr. Jonathan Barker, pastor here at Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Mount Airy, North Carolina. I would like to personally thank you for taking out time today to tune in to our preaching podcast. We hope that this message will be a great encouragement to your heart today. 2 Timothy uh, chapter 2, verse number 5. Notice what Paul says to young Timothy. He says, And if a man also strive for masteries, Yet is he not crowned, except he strive lawfully. Heavenly Father, we love you tonight. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done. God, there's, there's so many miracles sitting here tonight, God. There's so much blessing sitting here tonight. Uh, God, it just overflows my heart to even think about it. And God, I love you tonight. Thank you for what you're doing uh, back on the mountain tonight, using my family, uh, Lord, to uh, conduct the service there. And God, I bless your good name. Without you, we're nothing. And Father, I pray you'd help us tonight, Lord, that you'd just touch us all week by our body. And God, just uh, help me to preach tonight. Uh, God, just give me that that I need from heaven. And God, just be with you people tonight. There's a need here tonight. God, I'm sure that there is. God, I pray that you'd meet that need tonight and help you people tonight. Father, we'll give you all the thanks and the praise in advance for that you do. For we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and amen. You can be seated. And uh, boy, I sure do love serving him, don't you? And uh, I want to preach tonight on the thought of living inside of the crown. Living inside of the crown. This is a brand new message the Lord gave to me on the way home from church today. You don't preach brand new messages when you're scared, amen, but I couldn't get away from it. And I, I, if I flop tonight, well, amen, I'll preach it again somewhere else later. Amen, but uh, y'all pray for us tonight. But uh, I've been studying on Wednesday night meeting uh, through uh, Exodus in chapter number 25. And in fact, if you want to turn there, that's where we'll be uh, the remaining part of the evening. But with that thought in mind that Paul gave uh, to young Timothy there uh, about striving uh, for the mastery. And I don't know about you guys, but boy, I like to win. I don't care what I'm doing, man. I, I, if I ain't even no good at it, I still want to win. I, I love, listen, friends, uh, and man, when God called me to preach, amen, and uh, he, he uh, allowed me to do this, uh, I remember the first time I got to preach, I had about four pages of notes, amen. I went and bought me the best suit that I could find. Uh, I told the church, amen, I said, I, I may fall on my face, but bless God, I'm going to look good doing it anyway. And uh, But, you know, uh, friends, I, I stepped in that place uh, knowing, the, uh, what God had called me to do. And you know what? I wanted to give him my best. Amen. And friends, I hadn't lost that. Uh, I want to give it my best. Amen. Anything that we do as God's children, we ought to give it our best. Amen. Whether you're scrubbing toilets in the bathroom or vacuuming the floor. Amen. Or knocking on somebody's door. Amen. You ought to desire to give it your best. Amen. And friends, that's what striving for the mastery is all about. You know, and, and, and back to that text there that Paul gave to young Timothy. Let me just give you a paraphrase of that and we'll move on. It ain't winning if we don't play by the rules. Amen. I hate a cheater. Amen. 
I mean, bless God, I, you know, it, it's bad when you strive to do something or another and in the secular field, amen, and just playing ball, amen, and, and I may step on some toes here tonight, that'd be all right, amen, but I despise it when the home team gets with the umpire, amen, and he leads their way, amen. Boy, I love getting the flesh right there, amen. Hey, but listen, friends, it ain't winning if you don't play fair, amen, if you don't play by the rules. You know, an athlete that wants to win, boy, he trains, he exercises, he brings his body, as Paul says, into subjection, amen. And friends, that is his desire. Hey, listen, to win. Only exercise most Christians gets jumping to conclusions. Amen. Well, I'm telling you, friend, you can leave church and somebody look at you wrong. Before you get to the house, amen, uh, they're ready to, uh, I mean, to bunk you out. Uh, I mean, what goes on between your ears, friend? It's called jumping to conclusions. And, hey, we'll just be honest tonight. We all got a lot of exercise in that department, don't we? Amen. What about running down the preacher? Somebody say amen right there. Boy, I tell you, we get a lot of exercise in that area. Sidestepping responsibility. Amen. And the last one's pressing their time. Amen. That crowd that gets here at about 10 after 11, when church starts at 10, somebody say amen right there. Amen. Listen to me, friends. Hey, listen, that's pretty much the most exercise. Hey, I'm not pastor and I don't know any of you. What time you got here today? Amen. That's just straight from the Lord you do with it, all right? Amen. Brother John's going to come up and preach the same thing in my church here pretty soon. Hey, but listen, friends, that's, the, that's what we uh, tend uh, to focus on. But, you know, to win the crown, we must be willing to live inside the crown. You know, I'm I, I studying through these, uh, these uh, furnishings uh, of their tabernacle, and, and I saw some, some, some very great things about a couple of them. And, I, man, it, it, it's really changed the way that I look at it. I, I've never really just done an in-depth study in the tabernacle. We've been studying it for a couple of weeks now up there at the church. And, boy, I'm telling you, it's really helping me, and, and I believe it's helping our people. But, you know, Here's the thing about the crown. Let me give you this. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about the crown that we see here in the Old Testament. What's going to make that crown so wonderful? As the Bible says there in Revelation and, and, and 4 there in the last part of the chapter, and when those 24 elders, it's the church, are casting their crowns before the throne, what's going to make that so wonderful is that you're acquainted with that crown. Amen. Listen, if that thing's just been handed to you, listen, as a piece, uh, friends, uh, and you just immediately uh, cast that thing, I know it's in heaven and everything, probably totally outside of our understanding and our thinking, but I realize, friend, uh, hey, that the crown uh, that we're longing to endure, friend, can be part of our life now. So many times we think it's a, an award, friends, uh, but really and truly when God saves you, amen, He puts you in the midst of the crown. Amen. He calls you to a service. He puts you in the midst of the crown. And friends, so many times uh, what we want is the outward beauty of the crown, but we don't want to live within it. We don't want to live within it. And you know what's going to make it so beautiful is that you've lived inside of it. 
you know what it's about. You know the one that made you able to stay within the parameters of that crowd. And what's going to be so beautiful is when you hand that tape and you see the beauty that the Lord Jesus bestowed upon you just by your submissive will, amen, to His plan, and you get to cast that back at His feet. I'm telling you, friends, <laughs> hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I'm looking forward to that day, amen. But friends, let me say this. The, the wonderful image that we see here in the book of Exodus concerning the crown, you see it in three distinct pieces of the furniture there of the tabernacle. And uh, they're constructed. If you read how God ordered them to be constructed, you'll find in, when he, when he uh, told Moses there on Mount Sinai, amen, how he wanted the tabernacle to be built. He did not start from the outside and work his way in. He started from the innermost part and worked his way out. Uh, friends, I can't get over the fact that what God wants us to do, friends, uh, uh, starts, amen, at the innermost part of what He sees from heaven, amen. Uh, so many of us work backwards, uh, uh, trying to clean up the outside, uh, trying to work our way in. God says, no, just come right on into the inner presence, amen, and start right here and let me work you the way out, amen. But that first piece that He mentions there is the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. After the free will offering that he calls from the children of Israel, that man with a willing heart, he asked him to give for the tabernacle. Hey, I found this out. Do you know if that tabernacle was built today, it cost well over $5 million. And you know, I was thinking about, he asked that of the people. A willing heart. Amen. To give of that. You know, God desires the best. Amen. God desires the best out of each one of us, friend, uh, whether it's your time, talent, or treasure. He desires your best. Amen. And I know I'm talking to a crowd that gives their best, uh, but my friends, uh, when you see what he did with their best, man, it'll change your heart. Amen. That Ark of the Covenant, amen, he took the best wood, amen, that, that, that they could bring in. That uh, acacia wood that we see there in the scripture, shittim wood as it's mentioned there, and he built that ark. He overlaid uh, the core of that thing with pure gold, amen. Uh, but as you look in Exodus chapter uh, number uh, 25 in verse number 11, you'll find that as he was uh, uh, instructing that thing uh, to be built, notice what he says in verse number 11, Exodus 25, and thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, Within and without shalt thou overlay it and shalt make upon it a crown of gold round about. Now, you'll find the, the next article is the mercy seat that goes with the Ark of the Covenant. Now, we, we pretty much in our understanding, we just put those things together, amen. That mercy seat sat right on top of that and that crown of gold went around the top of that. Amen, you had the mercy seat and then the crown of gold. But the next one, was the table of showbread. It's the next piece after he mentions the mercy seat there in Exodus and chapter number uh, 25. Real quickly there in verse number 24. I'm just trying to lay a platform and we'll move tonight. But the, the, the table made out of the same wood that chitin wood, the best wood you could buy or the best wood you could get, amen. Hey, listen, friends, uh, and the core of it. And then he said, you overlay that thing with pure gold, verse 24. And then notice what he says. And make... There too, a crown of gold round about. And then you'll find the other piece, amen, was the altar of incense. Amen. You can look over there in Exodus chapter number 30, and you can find there, uh, I believe it's in verse uh, 
Number three, Exodus 30 and verse number three, amen, he called for the altar of incense, amen, and how is to be built there? Uh, again, out of the uh, that shittim wood, that indestructible wood, uh, my friends, overlay it with pure gold. Verse number three, and the top thereof, and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof, and notice what he says, thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about, amen. Friends, I want you to see tonight, is that those three pieces stand for three very important principles in New Testament Christianity today. Amen. The blood, the book, amen, and the burden that should be on our heart. Amen. And friends, why don't you understand tonight out of those three things, as each one of them, friends, those things were contained within the crown. Amen. The blood was to be on the mercy seat in the midst of the crown. The bread on the table of showbread, amen, was in the midst of the crown, amen. And that altar of incense, that fire that never went out, it was in the midst of the crown. Don't you see if you think tonight about living inside the crown. Let me just say this before we get started. Now please understand that what we're talking about here in the book of Exodus, the apostle said in Hebrews chapter number 8, this was just a shadow of what was to come. That when, when God ordered Moses to build these things, amen, yeah, he wanted to meet with his people, but you know what he had in mind? The church. Paul said the church was the eternal purpose. Amen. When he said, uh, uh, let it be and there was, amen, he was thinking about a people, amen, uh, that would love him, amen, uh, that he, my friends, uh, uh, could forgive uh, and that they would true in turn love him. The eternal purpose. Bible says before the foundation of the world in the mind of God, listen, Jesus was slain because he knew, listen, that we'd need a Savior. Amen. There would be principles to live by. And man, it was laid out there on Mount Sinai. And more I read it, the more it helps me, friends. And man, I love it, friend. And let me just show you a few things tonight. We'll talk about the blood first there on the ark there at the mercy seat. But I want you to see, first of all, what that stands for. And you and I know it right well that that blood, my friends, points to salvation. You don't get in without the blood, do you? Without the blood of Jesus, friend. Hey, listen, my friends, you have nothing. Man, in God's instructions for the tabernacle, we talked about it there just a minute ago. He started in the innermost part. You know, I'll share this with you. Uh, when I began to study this, and and I was reading through uh, Exodus, and and uh, man, I thought, man, I really want to start from the outside and work my way in. Hey, man, I'm pretty dumb, so God had to chastise me on that, amen. He said, no, sir, I've got it wrote down just the way I want it told, amen. He said, you start with the innermost part, amen. And you know that God dealt with the man's heart about giving, amen. And the first thing that he told Moses to construct, amen, was the place there of the ark of the covenant, the mercy seat, where he would meet with them, amen. And it was where the blood was applied where the blood was applied. Friend, you know, you and I see it from the outside. Have you ever seen a depiction of the tabernacle? It's a pretty homely looking structure, isn't it? 
on the outside, those skins that cover it, uh, those that, that latter uh, skin there, uh, friends, uh, uh, that uh, the, the last skins that covers that thing, uh, friends, it's a pretty homely looking structure. Oh, but you get on the inside and the blue and the scarlet and the purple, friends, uh, and the gold, uh, my friend, beams and posts, uh, and that holds up uh, uh, that uh, scarlet and blue and purple covering that has cherubims uh, embroidered on the inside of it, and that is the Ark of the Covenant overlaid with pure gold symbolizing the presence of God. But I'll tell you what, it looks a lot better on the inside. It's, it's my, our body, listen, uh, friends, our eyes, uh, uh, friends, cannot contain uh, the beauty uh, that God does on the inside, friends. Listen, friend, that's the, that's, the, that's the inward part. And he started there, and he started with his view. Amen. He started with his view. You and I don't see that. He started with his view. And what you and I always see is just the outside, friends. And, and it all starts right here. It all starts right here, friends. If you're not washed in the blood, amen. I, I listen. I beg you, amen, to get washed in the blood, amen. I give your heart to Jesus. You don't get in without the blood, amen. A lot of our new versions, our perversions, rather, of the scriptures. One in particular, amen. I learned in Bible college, Colossians one and fourteen, amen. This verse is left out of a lot of your modern translations. Listen to this scripture in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Why in the world would you leave that out of the scriptures? Amen. Hey, listen, because uh, uh, Satan, my friend, uh, in my head, man, listen, he used to be one of those uh, precious cherubims, my friend, uh, that guarded the presence of God, manipulating the hearts uh, of men. Amen. Hey, listen, to write down falsehoods and call it, uh, listen, friends, divinity, and there's nothing to it. Deceiving a world of people. Amen. Think they're carrying a Bible and they ain't carrying nothing. You take the blood out of it, you don't have nothing. You take the blood out of the service, friend, we just as well go home. Amen. You take the blood out of the singing, friend, and you remove what it does to God's people. Amen. Amen. I, I, I'm thankful for the blood. I don't know about you. But here, here's the point in this thought. Everybody wants forgiveness. Everybody wants forgiveness, but nobody, very few is willing to jump their pride. Amen. Trust in Christ to receive it. Amen. Very few in this day and hour is, is ready. Amen. Listen, my friends, when they're presented with the gospel and they realize who they are, very few are interested, friend, and trusting in the blood of Jesus. Amen. They're not willing to live within the crown. Everybody wants the beauty of forgiveness. There's not a one that wouldn't want that. Amen. But very few are they're, uh, interested in living within the border of it. Amen. Notice number two here in this thought uh, concerning the blood. Out of the blood there's salvation, thank God. But out of the blood there's sanctification. 
Well, I'm thankful for the blood that cleanses me. Amen. Hey, listen, one, one writer, Andrew Murray, says this. He said, boy, the blood's good for washing. Amen. But you know what? My friend Jesus said that we're to partake of the blood. Amen. Hey, listen, you know what? You can thirst to death in the shower. Do you know that? Hey, you can die of thirst with water running over you. But if you never take it in, friend, it'll never do for your body. My friend's just running over you. Amen. Listen, friends, I love what the apostle said in the book of Hebrews chapter number 9. He said, for if the blood of bulls and goats, that's what was taking place here in the Old Testament tabernacle. He said, for if, y'all get that, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the, and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more? How much more? Oh, friends, we could go on there. And how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience? from dead works to serve the living God. Amen. You know what purging is? Amen. It's a, it's a, it's a royal bath. Amen. Hey, listen, it's a cleansing. Amen. Where you won't let nobody else go. Hey, it's a cleansing of my friend. Hey, that gets out the deep junk. Amen. Those dead works. And you see, that's where a lot of people, boy, they, they'd love to have the crown of being presented as clean and pure before God. But there's very few willing to live with inside of that crown. There's very few that's willing to let God get into their secret places. He already knows about it. Amen. But there's very few, hey, listen, that will let God into their secret place and let Him cleanse them of the way that He wants to. Amen. Oh, my church, I, I, uh, a couple of years ago, I was uh, just in a, I was in a place. I was really longing for God to do something in my life. And uh, I was studying, amen, studying about cleansing, studying about holiness, amen. And I knew it was what God wanted for my life. And I, I got bold one night in my prayer place, amen, there when we was still living down here. And I bowed there at my desk, amen. I'd get up under my desk so when the young ones come in, they, where's daddy at, amen. Uh, I'd say, he ain't in here. Amen. But uh, I'd be praying in there and I got bold one night in my prayer place and asked God for cleansing. Boy, I'm going to tell you, it was uh, very soon that he began to bring things out that, man, I wasn't interested in dealing with. I promise you, I, he brought things out that I never thought was an issue, preacher. Amen. And, and uh <laughs> Hey, Amen. There was one thing in particular that God was really dealing with me about. Amen. And, and I didn't. I didn't even want to go start with it because, uh, just to be honest with you, it was going to hurt. It was going to cost. Amen. And, and I really wanted to do what God wanted me to do. And and I went through with it. Amen. And yes, it hurt. And yes, it cost. But my friends, can I tell you? On the other side of it, my friends, there's satisfaction and there's freedom. Listen, I want you to know, friends, the things that you think may not be hindering your walk with God, the furtherance of the church, the furtherance of the ministry that you're involved with, sometimes is the very things that's holding it back. He'll purge your conscience from dead works. Amen. How much more should we be vessels of honor? In this day and hour, 
Amen. How much more? Uh, listen, friends, I'm talking about these things here in the book of Exodus were just a shadow of things uh, that are to come that you and I are living in. How much more should you and I be those vessels of honor today? Amen. Notice number two, that's the blood. But notice number two as we look at the table, let's look at the bread. Amen. There in Exodus chapter number 25, we talked about it there in verse number 24 uh, concerning the crown that was round about it. But let's look at verse number 30. Amen. Uh, concerning uh, that which was within the crown. Amen. And we see there in verse number 30 of Exodus 25, and he said, Thou shalt set upon the table showbread before me always. You see, within that crown was the bread. Amen. We, we know that, that, uh, that that's a, a picture and an image of the Word of God. Amen. I mean, you've got six loaves on one side of the, the, of the uh, table of showbread. If you could say this was the table of showbread there uh, within the tabernacle. Amen. The, the instruments, uh, uh, the, the dishes and, and things were there in the middle. You had, had six loaves here and six loaves there. And, and friends, I'm not going to get super spiritual on you tonight. Uh, that just represents uh, the twelve tribes of, of, of Israel tonight, amen, but who, my friend, who was the oracles of God committed unto, my friend, uh, as we read in Romans chapter number 3, it was to the Jews, amen, so what about this tonight, six over here and six over there, bless God, the 66 books uh, that God has left for you and me, friend, amen. Listen, Jesus warded off the devil with the phrase, man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Doth man live, amen? Hey, listen, friends, it's the bread. My friends, it's the word. The table. It sets the standard. It sets the standard. Amen. I, we, we got the salvation, you get the sanctification, amen. But you see here in the bread, my friends, the bread... Amen. The Word, it sets the standard. It ain't man's idea how church runs. It ain't man's idea what's okay for you to do and what's not okay for you to do. Amen. It's the Word of God. It sets the standard. Amen. And, uh, you know, in Joshua, I, I thought about this uh, as I was studying this afternoon. In the book of Joshua, chapter number 18, verse number 3, Joshua dealing with the children of Israel about, you know, they, they come in, man, they fought the battles, they, they fought with Jericho, they fought with Ai, amen, they, they, they fought with that uh, crowd of uh, deceivers there, amen, they fought with the devil, amen, and, and God brought them victorious through those battles. But here they stood, amen, not taking hold of that which God had given to them. In Joshua chapter 18 and verse number three, and there in the, about the middle part, he, Joshua says this, he says, how long are you slack to go possess the land which your fathers have given you? He said, how, how long are you going to wait? And you know what, this, you know what our fleshly mind of the standard does? It causes us to stay real close to the edge. It caused us to stay real close to the edge. Amen. The children of Israel came in. They didn't get very far from Gilgal. Is it okay if I open this door? Amen. Is it locked? Ain't no alarms going to go off, is there? We'll let the bad dudes in, won't we? But here's what we do. The standard keeps us real close. You know what we do? Instead of looking at all that God's given to us, we stand there looking back across Jordan. 
Amen. And, and here's uh, Joshua by the word of the Lord. He comes to him. He said, how long are you going to stand here and not take what I've given to you? You see, the standard, friends, the standard is not meant to hinder the gospel. The standard is not meant to hinder the ministry. Amen. The standard, friend, is to keep you in the perimeter of all that God has given you. Let me just say this. There's more in the, in, in the perimeter of what God's given you than anything you can get out there anyway. Amen. He, all, all that He requires in that place that He's put you is that you trust Him. He said it's a land of hills and valleys. Amen. He said, and my friends, the rain only comes. Amen. When you seek me, it doesn't come like it does in Egypt. You don't pump it in from the Nile River. You've got to trust God. And we stand there looking back at a past that's brought nothing but heartache, that's brought nothing but shame, just like the children of Israel, amen, all because, amen, we won't let God take us from the standard to the next level, amen, and get on in the thing, amen, and enjoy what God has given you. Man, I tell you, there ain't no life like living for God. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Amen. I wouldn't trade it. My friends watching what God did through my family. Amen. I got one more little and amen. I'm praying for him. Amen. Praying for the other two. I know they can fall off the wagon, but just at this point, man, I tell you, my cup's overflowing. Amen. And it ain't been a thing. It ain't a thing. Amen. But just staying within that parameter that God's put. Amen. The standard. The standard, friends. And... Uh, Again, we don't realize, I really don't think that you and I realize that all we will ever need, all that we could ever want is within that standard. I mean, the joys of, of marriage. Friends, I've been married 21 years this year. And I can honestly say it's better today than it was the day we got married. Don't disagree with me either, amen. I'm preaching, all right? We'll talk about it going up the road, amen. I'm telling you, friend, I love her more today than I've ever loved her. Amen. I, I, man, I tell you, family life today is better than it's ever been. Amen. And I know it can all change overnight, but listen, friends, uh, circumstances doesn't change what God does. Amen. She was in the hospital here a while back for a couple of weeks. Amen. And uh, you know what I found out? Amen. Hey, listen, all the things in my flesh that uh, says we got to do for happiness, uh, we don't have to have. Amen. Everything that my flesh says we everywhere we need to go to have happiness, uh, we don't have to have. Uh, hey, friends, I felt the glory of God. Amen. Upon us as I just sat there in the hospital room holding her hand. Amen. While she was sick as a dog, I felt the glory of God on us. Amen. Friends, I tell you, I wouldn't trade that for nothing in this world. Amen. I'm telling you, all that you need's in the middle of right, right smack dab in the middle of God's will. Amen. That's the bread. It's the standard. I like something else about the bread. Because as I studied about the bread, amen, I found out, uh, friends, there in Leviticus chapter 24 and verse number 8, amen, that that bread had to be changed out every week. Amen. They didn't leave old stagnant stale bread. And I, listen, friends, and, and, and what that says to you and me, friends, that's within the cramp. Hey, it's got to stay fresh. 
Amen. Listen, I, I realize it's real easy uh, for things to get old, for things to get cold. For th- I've heard that before. I've said, you know what I found out? Amen. Right in the middle of God's will, you preach on John 3, 16. Amen. And it's just like you ain't never read it. Amen. And God will give you something out of that. Hallelujah. The Lamb of God, friends, it's good. It's good. Amen. But, but, but get this. Amen. They change it out every Sabbath. I thought about that. You know, they, they, if you missed a week, hey amen, you'd get unfresh, wouldn't you? You tell people I took a bath every Saturday whether I needed it or not, hey amen, just to stay fresh. Hey amen. Some of y'all didn't get that, did you? Hey amen. I'll take one every day whether I need it or not, hey amen. Sometimes I need three, hey amen. But listen to me, friends, to stay fresh, listen, you got to stay where God wants you to be. Yeah, it will get old if you ain't where God wants you to be. Amen. I'm telling you what, friends, hey, some of you have been around this thing a lot longer than I have. Some of you have been in the ministry longer than I've been alive. Amen. And, and uh, I love to hear these preachers. Amen. Hey, listen, it's got the zeal on them. Uh, my friend Charlie, Charlie and Jesse the other night got to be in meeting. They got to sing with Brother North Fry. Amen. And 91 years old. Amen. And they come home just uh, gloating about how on fire for God that man is. Charlie said, if I live that long, Daddy, that's the way I want to be. Amen. I said, just stay around God honey that's all it takes amen oh friends you know listen that, that's just a testimony to you and I of what's right get around somebody amen that's broke their back for this world for 30 years 40 years and see what they have to say about the world then get you around you a man of God amen or somebody that's been faithful to God for that same amount of years and listen to what they have to say about God it ain't hard to choose amen hey listen I don't know why in the world that we choose uh, uh, my friend uh, to go the way of the flesh when it speaks of doom amen and you know this is every day for you and me every day is a Sabbath day for the child of God amen Amen. Listen, the turn get fresh. I, listen, we rest in Him, the Bible says. Amen. You do that every day. You don't, you don't wait one day. You rest in Him. You trust in Him, friend. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The Bible's more new to me today than it's ever been. Well, I love it, preacher. I mean, I love it more and more every time that God lets me study it. Amen. I find myself just drawn to Him, friend. In our church... Amen. I, I'm thinking about robbing me a Krispy Kreme donut sign. Amen. And putting it out there beside the mountaintop and pulling the string says hot donuts now. Amen. Amen. That's how I feel about the Lord. Amen. That's the way we all ought to be. Amen. Listen, our hot donut sign ought to be on all the time. Amen. Let's look at the last thing. I'm about out of wind. Amen. Look, look at the last thing. We see, we see the, uh, the blood. We see the bread. We look at the altar tonight. Look at Exodus chapter 30 real quick. I'll be done tonight. Exodus chapter number 30, verse number 3. I want you to see the burden tonight. The burden. Now, friends, we're, we're talking about living within the crown. You know, it ain't much pretty on the inside, just to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be superficial. We, I'm not going to be, uh, listen, over, overly spiritual. Listen, this thing gets hard sometimes. Amen, I'm telling you, it's real good, but uh, there's just times when it gets tough, amen? 
and you see that altar free on that, that's not the altar of sin. That, that's in the outer court. Amen. That's, what, that, that's about us. This altar right here is in the inner court. This is about what God wants to do. Amen. And at this altar, friend, uh, friend, is where the burden, uh, my friend, was brought. And what you need to see here about this altar, amen, number one was that it had a continual fire. It never went out. Amen. That you didn't let it go out. Amen. God said for it to be continual. And what God said for it to be, amen, was what it was to be. Amen. And you know what he calls us to be? That continual fire. And you know, it wasn't the incense that burned all the time. Get this. The fire, you see, the fire was burning. The high priest came in with the incense. Amen. That's, 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 a, that's a picture of the burden. Amen. That's a picture. Of, do you know that that was what give off the sweet smelling fragrance? Amen. Within the tabernacle was a burden. Y'all help me tonight. The burden, amen, is what makes church sweet. You know, we, we lose the burden for souls. We lose the burden for what we want to see God do in our life according to His Word and according to what He does together. Uh, when He puts us together, amen, man and woman, amen, uh, we have a burden to have children, raise them in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, amen. We get a burden for that. Don't quit getting that burden. Don't, don't quit getting that burden, friends, because, listen, that's God's plan, amen? If we don't raise children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, the next generation's going to be hurting, amen? And listen, listen to me, friends. It, 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 it's very clear to me. You look in Luke. You look in Luke. You don't have to turn there. But many of you know it right well. In Zacharias, he was, uh, he was uh, holding the office of the priest there. Amen. He went into the temple there, the altar of incense. He had a burden. Amen. He went into the altar of the incense. Amen. He and his wife uh, were up in years, the Bible says, and they wanted children. They did not have a child. And he went in to that altar with a burden. God met his burden right there. Amen. God met his burden. Friends, and I will say this to you. You lose the burden, you'll lose the work of God. You'll, you'll lose it, friends. I'm telling you, these things are so important to you and I today. I'm afraid that we're forgetting, my friends, and it's, it's, it's living within the crown. It's, it's, it's living within the crown. No, it's, it's, it's not pretty. If you could have been, we read about Zacharias going in, uh, friends, there to the temple and, and how the angel Gabriel met with him there. And we, I mean, we just think of the glory that must have been revealed, but we, we don't see the brokenness that was on them for years and years of just remaining faithful to God. We don't see that brokenness. Amen. I just continue on on and on, just trusting God. Friend, we don't see those things. But my friends, that's living in the midst of the crown. Here, here, here's the thing, and I'm, I'm done tonight. You know, number one, we don't need to let the fire go out. You let the fire go out, amen, you got nothing to cast your burden on. Amen, and I, I say this, and uh, we got a great little church on the mountain, and those folks have got a burden for souls. And Man, you call for a, a visitation, and man, they're there ready to go. 
I mean, it, it, it's such a blessing to see people with a burden. And I, I thank the Lord for that because I know uh, that it, that, that burden's here. I know I was here for a little while. I know you guys. Amen. You have that burden tonight, friends. Let me say to you, don't lose that. Don't let nothing step in the way, uh, friends, of that burden because, friends, uh, uh, you lose that burden. Uh, my friends, you'll lose seeing lost people get saved. Hey, Amen. You'll see. You'll, you'll lose that front row of young people. You lose the burden. Amen. Hey, you, you, you lose. Amen. Families coming in uh, seeking something from God. Amen. And uh, listen, that they can grow on if you lose that burden. I, I'll say this in closing and I need to get done. You know, it's, it's called living inside the crown. And let me, let me say this to you tonight. I, I, I'm wrapping it up. We get glimpses of the beauty of it along the way. But do you know where we see the glimpses of the beauty of the crown at? Somebody else that's living in, it, in the middle of it. When you're in the middle of your crown, a lot of times you don't see the beauty of it because you're in the middle of it. Oh, but brother so-and-so over there, a man stands up on a Sunday morning because he's been uh, weeping Saturday night about a soul, amen, or about something going on in his life. And, and, and he stands up there Sunday morning and just gives a testimony. And listen, it's straight out of heaven. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen, dear old saint of God. Amen, has been living for God for many years and stand up with tears running down his face. Amen, and snubbing little bits. Oh, I just want to thank God for saving me. Oh, yes, you know what you get to see? You get to see a glimpse of the beauty of the crown of that man that's living within it. But not only do you get to see it, my friends, but the world gets to see it. Amen, and, and listen, if there's anything today that the world needs to see about the church, amen, is about not our foolishness and our ideas about uh, this way of thing and this thing, amen, but it's the beauty of the Lord Jesus Christ, of us living in the midst of the crown, that we've trusted Him for salvation and it's real to us. The world can see it's real to us, amen. Oh, yes, but when it comes to sanctification, we're not afraid, amen, to tell people what God has brought us from, amen. Hey, listen, when it comes to the standard, friend, uh, we don't back down from those things. And uh, listen, uh, you don't got to tell nobody about staying fresh. They can see it on you, honey. But this last thing here concerning the altar is just about being steady. You know, if somebody wants to come to the piano, I'll, I'll be done, preacher. You know, I tell our church all the time, I say, you know, I, I'm all for those services where the Holy Ghost just sits down on the place. Man, I, I mean, we was right there this morning. Boy, I thought it was going to bust out. We was going to have a new building before we got her done this morning. Man, it was good. Choir sang, amen. Special got up and sang. Boy, it, it ain't been like that in a while. Boy, I thank the Lord for it. But you know, you don't have those always, do you? You don't, you don't always have that, amen. There's just sometimes, you know, when you just, you just go, amen. You know God's good, amen. You know it's right, amen. You just stay the course. You just carry on. You just keep on, amen. You just keep your hands on the plow and you don't look back. And do you know that those times right like that, that God's doing the most work? When you just stay steady, 
when you just 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 continue on amen you ain't in one day and out the next day amen but you're there amen come whatever you're just amen I've got a fellow right now in church he just started coming with us and I love him to death amen He's, he got to come about three weeks and his wife got just deathly sick and uh, he's not been there very much but do you know he calls me on a regular basis preacher I'm praying for you today He's got a wife that's got a heart condition. Don't know if she's going to make it tomorrow. And he's praying for the church. He's praying for me. He's praying for the message. He's praying for lost souls that's sitting in the church. I'm just praying. He calls me, tells me that quite often. You know, that's just a breath of fresh air to me. Amen. Because you know what? He's just steady. It ain't he's neglecting his wife or anything at home. He's been with her. He ain't even been to church. But let me just say this to you. He's more in than some of them that are there every day. I'm talking about being steady, friends. I'm going to be done tonight. Are you living inside the crown? You know, it ain't pretty in the inside, but boy, it sure does look good on the outside. Boy, I hear things about this church. Amen. That's what God led us up here for. Amen. In the summer of 2017, I think it was. Amen. You could see the crown from the outside. You could see people that love God. Amen. Wasn't ashamed of Him. Amen. You know what? Boy, I've desired that for my life and my family and anywhere I ministered for years. Amen. I'm getting to see it now. Boy, I like living inside the crown. Are you living there? Amen. I tell you, friends, it's a lot more prettier. It's a lot more beautiful, my friend, if we'll all get on the same page. Amen.